Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. March 29th, 2021. Streaming wars. Who loses if streaming subs exceed 1.2 billion? One by one, every legacy media company has capitulated and followed the tech platforms into the world of streaming with their own SVOD services, not to mention AVOD and fast offerings. Legacy media management teams have provided investors with ambitious multi-year subscriber forecasts in hopes of getting the same shareholder love that has been afforded to Netflix and more recently Disney, as we highlighted in our February 2021 post in the section titled, When Will Subsession End? We have aggregated the forecasts from everyone that has provided guidance and extrapolated forecasts for those that have reported subscriber totals in recent quarters. The end result is that if these forecasts did hold, about 650 million of year-end 2020 SVOD subscribers will nearly double to 1.25 billion by year-end 2024. A couple of things to note about the chart above. Excludes Apple TV+, Plus, which has never given out video subscriber totals or forecasts. Treats all Amazon Prime subscribers as video subscribers, regardless of whether they've used Prime Video. Includes overseas subscribers with virtually no ARPU for services such as Disney Plus Hotstar and Paramount Plus in Russia. Certain subscriber forecasts are domestic only with no clear global expansion plans as of today, such as Peacock and ESPN Plus. Streaming Wars Everybody loves wars and predicting winners and losers, and the so-called streaming wars are no different. Amazon Prime Video is going to kill Netflix. HBO Now, what is today HBO Max, is going to kill Netflix. Disney Plus is going to kill Netflix. The reality is that each service has launched. It has accelerated the consumer transition from linear TV to streaming TV, rather than cannibalizing each other. Look no farther than the reported results in the past year from Netflix, Disney, and HBO Max. This has been exaggerated by unsustainably unprofitable low-launch ARPUs, from new services, as well as promotional discounting and bundling at no additional cost into other services. Netflix via T-Mobile, HBO Max via AT&T, Disney Triple Play and Discovery via Verizon, etc. As we detailed back in February, big initial promotional pushes and shifting all of the most ambitious original programming and high-profile catalog to streaming versus within the legacy multi-channel bundle, combined with growing consumer desire to stream content on demand, should enable the vast majority of SVOD services to attain our 2021 forecast of over 800 million global SVOD subs detailed in the table above. The Three Losers It is far harder to imagine how 2024 forecasts for everyone can be achieved. Even if ARPU stay at unprofitable levels, promotional bundling with other services persists well beyond 2021, providing many of these services at no extra cost to the consumer, and the level of programming, marketing, technology investment by each company increases dramatically. We continue to believe several services will realize, quote-unquote, streaming is hard, and will shift their focus to rebundling and or M&A. Nonetheless, while it is unlikely that everyone can reach their current forecast and guidance, if they can even get close or rebundle into even stronger services at the top, it implies the following three businesses will inevitably lose, given the high level of profitability in these legacy businesses that are set to be losers. Investor concerns are likely to grow meaningfully over the next few years, as we suspect very few of these streaming SVOD services can reach global scale, let alone meaningful profits. Number one, linear TV viewing and TV advertising. 
TV viewing is already down sharply from where it was five to ten years ago, but with such an incredible array of general entertainment content available on streaming services, new originals, and library, viewership will take an even more dramatic dive over the next several years. To make matters that much worse for linear TV, even sports are now migrating to streaming, with the number two Thursday night football on linear TV moving to Amazon Prime in fall 2023. See our post on the new NFL deals here. As viewership shifts towards streaming, advertising dollars will be forced to migrate away from linear TV. Some will be recaptured by the hybrid SVOD services and AVOD Fast, but the proverbial walled garden of TV advertising will be splintered amongst a far wider array of digital services that go far beyond legacy media's digital offerings. Think YouTube, to Facebook, Instagram, to Snapchat, to TikTok, to Twitter, and beyond. An optimist could say that while legacy media will have more intense digital advertising competition, they can target ads far more effectively. We suspect this will never happen, as the amount of data legacy media has relative to their digital native peers, not to mention knowing how to utilize that data, means their level of ad targeting and ROI will never be as competitive to companies such as Google and Facebook. Bottom line, less advertising revenue in 2024 than 2020. Number two, the multi-channel bundle. Multi-channel video bundle subscribers are now in the mid sorry in the high 70s, with individual networks such as ESPN already down into the mid 70s. With the explosion of SVOD services at low prices, with promotional bundles and discounts, and all the best general entertainment content shifting towards SVOD, including major sports, how can cord cutting not accelerate to unprecedented levels? If you use the multi-channel bundle less and less ties to the aforementioned collapse in TV viewership. It's hard to believe consumers will keep paying ever higher prices as MVPDs, VMPPDs are now simply passing along the rise in programming costs to subscribers. Who keeps paying more and more for something they are not using nearly as much? Bottom line, MVPD, VMVPD subscribers are likely to ultimately fall far below our prior floor forecast of 40 to 50 million, especially if sports keep migrating towards streaming. While the trade-off from linear subs to digital subs may be fairly similar for a company such as Discovery, given low affiliate fees, for most of the major legacy media companies, they make far more from legacy multi-channel bundle than from streaming subscribers. When you then factor in customer acquisition cost, incremental programming spend, and technology investments, along with far higher churn, given the lack of friction to canceling, the economics of streaming are dramatically worse, unless they can truly get to global scale. Number three, movie theaters and windowing. For legacy media companies to reach their long-term subscriber goals, they're going to need to utilize their most compelling content. Television series alone will not get it done, nor will movies that have already been exploited through theatrical and home entertainment windows. As legacy media companies feel investor pressure to reach their subscriber goals, we suspect they will at a minimum be forced to put SVOD as the second window after a short theatrical window versus the historic sequencing of theatrical and then home entertainment and then pay one slash SVOD. Paramount has already indicated this is their plan for late 2021 into 2022 for Paramount Plus, and we suspect this is where Warner Brothers is headed with HBO Max for 2022, perhaps with some films remaining day and date. Ultimately, every studio will need to follow suit with a short window between theatrical and SVOD, simply the first step towards collapsing windows towards day and date, which would be the most impactful driver of subscriber acquisition and current subscriber engagement slash happiness, which enables higher pricing over time. It would essentially allow consumers to see a movie in theaters if they want, but also make it very economical to watch from home at no incremental cost. Bottom line, 
while Hollywood studios are all still publicly talking about the importance of maintaining an exclusive theatrical window. The writing is on the wall. Theatrical windows have been shattered by COVID-19, and they need to attain subscriber growth for SVOD will force studios to further collapse the sequential release windows to the detriment of movie theaters.